I chose one person. That means yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, let's make it personal here. I chose one person, so I'm saying mm-hmm. no to so many others. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's not really like that, but you know, there's this idea. Like, you had if so I, many other suitors. <laughs> there's this idea. If I choose one, um, whether I'm not, I, maybe using a husband isn't the best example. <laughs> Welcome back to Inside Yoga, the place where we go. Inside. That's right. Thank you so much for spending your time, giving your energy, listening to these podcasts, giving all your wonderful feedback. We're so grateful. And of course, I'm joined now, today, or maybe I'm joining her. (laughs) This is the great Shama. Shama's with us today. Welcome, Shama. Thank you. The new co-host of the Inside Yoga podcast. We're discussing something that's been on our minds and hearts as we go through our Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings, as we go through our Sunday classes, this idea of doubt. Doubt. It sounds like a... Isn't there a song? There's a band, No Doubt. Okay. That's right. Gwen. Gwen. What's her name? Gwen. Stefani. Stefani. Gwen Stefani, No Doubt. We want to live like the band, No No Doubt. Doubt. Because when we when we have doubts, we get caught up with so much resistance to moving forward. Mm-hmm. You you know it. Mm-hmm. We, okay, <laughs> uh, we have no clarity when we have doubts. Our clarity is clouded, and then we move forward at a snail's pace. Now, life is not about moving forward at a fast pace, but it's much more helpful when we're clear. Mm-hmm. We don't have doubts. So we're going to discuss a little bit today, what is this process of clearing the doubts? And I just want some practical, before we get into the philosophy of it, practical examples from you, perhaps, and myself maybe, let's see. When have you had doubt and what did you do about it? Mm -hmm. So have you made any big decisions in your life where you had some doubts about and what the heck did you do about it? Go ahead and share. I don't know. Hmm. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is... I remember when when you and I got engaged. I think I was 25 or 26. And there can be so much, uh, yeah, like you said, so much slowing down or getting stuck when there's not clarity. But when you make a decision... Are you trying to say you weren't clear? No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to the opposite. Oh. When you make a decision then all of a sudden, yeah, there, there's so much energy moving in, in that direction of life. And it might seem like, oh, I chose one thing. That means I'm not choosing so many other things. Are you using... <laughs> <laughs> I chose one person. That means yeah, I'm let's saying... let's make it personal here. I chose one on. person. So I'm saying mm. no to so many other. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's not really like that. But, you know, there's this idea. Like, you if so I, many other suitors. <laughs> There's this idea if I choose one, um, whether I'm not, I, maybe using a husband isn't the best example, but if Especially I choose in the presence of the husband, but keep going. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. But yeah, when you choose one, then there's a lot of freedom, actually. Hmm. It's not that there's getting stuck or um, you're limited by choosing one. There's so much freedom that comes when making a choice. Well, I know this is not easy for you just now having known you for the last decade and understanding, observing you have a little bit of a Pisces nature. If everybody doesn't know what Pisces means, it's two fish swimming in one direction. In opposite directions. I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. They're going fast in one one direction and the other one's going in the 
opposite direction. So there's always seems to be for you two sides to a coin. And really, you have to flesh out Mm -hmm. what are both sides of those. And then you make a decision. Is that Mm -hmm. true? Yeah, I mean, yeah, every decision, I can see the far left and I can see the far right. So it makes it difficult to make a decision. Yeah. How does that is that helpful at all? Do you think? Or is that I do think it's helpful and certain I mean, it's definitely allows me to see two perspectives of one situation. That's very easy for me most of the time. Right. You don't get just stuck. I made a clear choice. This is the only way there is. You can see, okay, there's could be other options. Here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's like your superpower. But then what, does it, <laughs> what does it do for your doubt meter? Your doubt meter probably goes on high at that point. Yeah, it's very challenging because if I can see clearly if I make a left and if I can see clearly if I make a right, then it leaves me feeling... I'm confused. What which way do I go, left or right? This is perfect. You're really setting this up. I didn't even. This is non-scripted. Then you need a system, and this is what we've been talking about. You need a system for making these decisions, and we we move it back. We go to the timeless tradition of yoga, and we say, okay, you need a system. You need teachers, teachings, and friends, or if you go with the old school paradigm, the idea of guru, teacher, mm-hmm. sadhu saintly people or people and like-minded who have your best interest in mind and shastra which is sacred text or wisdom literature so teacher teachings and friends is a good system for making decisions would you agree with that completely have you ever have you ever put that system in play or? let me ask you what have you <laughs> you yeah of course i have so tell me because i've already told you some some stories about myself well, no, I mean, any decision, any bigger decision, big decisions, or I, even they don't have to be who are you going to marry or what's going to happen. It just a simple system needs to be in place when you make certain decisions. I have to go up to New York. I get to go up to New York recently or soon I get to do this. And even making that decision requires a little bit of consultation. It's not just that I have a whim and I want to do it. That Prabhupada would say that, wouldn't he? You would use that word. What's the word? Whimsical. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a nice word. Why? Why do you like that? It's, I, I mean, I think he speaks of it uh, in not such a high light, but it to me sounds like fairies. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Fairies are whimsical when you read about them. So hold on. This smile, if you're not capturing, but you can't see it, what... Do you like the idea of just being whimsical, doing whatever the heck you want? Well, or? there's something about being young and carefree and whimsical. Um, if you've been protected uh, from bad situations, that, of course, is attractive. But I understand why Prabhupada says we shouldn't live whimsically because you're just kind of living your life away. You're living away. You're doing whatever you want to do. Yeah, without a deeper purpose. Right. So tell me your process of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to stay away from the fairy land. I don't know where where the fairy conversation was going. Sorry, it just came up. I could tell. It jumped right out of your heart. And I, I, I was going to bring it back to... In one sense, I'll, I'll take it back because this is important to you. I've been watching. You have been very attentive to this garden mm-hmm. where you think the fairies live. The fairies live there. Okay, so the fairies live in your garden. Can you be whimsical in how you care for that garden? No. Ooh. See, this is where I wanted to bring it to because I'm watching you, I'm observing. You're not very whimsical. No. Well, <laughs> not at all, right? No. Especially with the garden. Every day out there hosing that thing down. What else are you doing in there? 
Mainly weeding, watering. You want to throw another W in there? Um, do I have anything? Weeding. No, I don't have another W. Weeding, watering, non-whimsically. Non-whimsically. And but at the same time, when you have so much structure, it does feel good seemingly sometimes to just do whatever the heck you want to do. Is that what you're saying? I'm trying to pick up what this whimsical thing is about. I don't know what the whimsical thing is about. Oh, it's just a fantasy of being, it's a romantic thing of being young and yeah, not having Yeah, young, any. free, traveling the world, whimsically. Got it. I get it. We're not into that anymore, are we? Or we're into it? I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just making sure. We're, there, we're, I think there's a place for okay, some spontaneity for sure. You got it. But if we're using the example of the garden, yeah, there, there's a specific structure of, of taking care of the garden and then there's that freedom or that sense of ease and joy of just being in the garden that comes from the structure. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And now you're, you look at you, you're dropping that philosophy. And that's the idea. Teaching, teaching teachers, teachings and friends is it's a wonderful framework so that when you make decisions, you don't feel alone. Mm-hmm. A lot of people feel alone in their decision making process that they have to figure it out. Or don't know how to make a decision. Never been taught how to make a decision. How, well, what do you mean? Give me an example. No. <laughs> I mean, in, I guess until hearing the formula of teachers, teachings, and friends, you just make a decision whimsically. You just do, <laughs> you do what you want. You, right, right. You go with your gut. You, you go with, your... Well, you go with what, what I want. Mm. This is what I want. I want to fly to Costa Rica tomorrow. Oh, I have to consult with my husband and my family and, you know, all these other responsibilities things. Responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Okay, so making a decision then becomes a, a little bit more because the idea of being whimsical. I don't know how we got into whimsical. This is the theme apparently, but the idea is that it wasn't supposed to be, but somehow it did become. Yeah, it came into the conversation. Welcome, Mister Whimsical. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> well, the idea is from what I'm hearing, you have a specific desire, and you just move according to that without understanding the implications that it has. Right. And, and our desires change from moment to moment. Our thoughts change from moment to moment. So we can't always trust our desires and our thoughts. So this formula of teachers, teachings, and friends goes deeper. Mm-hmm. Because I can make a decision today and then be tomorrow I'll be like, why did I make that decision? Because I was just going off of my own desires and my own thoughts. So Very deep. Very good. Refle- I appreciate that because what you just said is profound to the degree that you make a decision by yourself is the degree that you suffer its consequences or enjoy its consequence. I made this decision, look what happened, look at what I did. Or if it went bad, look at what happened, look at what I did, I ruined this, it's my fault. Teachers, teaching and friends, you have a net, Mm. right? You have a net to make a decision. Mm -hmm. You can consult, you can see, it's not just me, and I understand my responsibility in in when I make a decision. Yeah. Oh, you're done? No, I'm listening. Oh. Well, I was just, I guess I just had a question too. Hmm. Because some people will have very good karma. They can make decisions their whole life however they want and not necessarily feel the bad repercussions of decisions, Mm -hmm. uh, even if they're not using that formula. Yeah, I call that the curse of good karma. Hmm. I've seen that many times. You've seen that many times. I mean, I've experienced it many times. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the curse of good karma. The curse of good karma says, oh, okay, I get it. I've done something in my past, previously, not this life, previously, or even this life, 
and I'm getting a good uh, repercussion from it. So then the world must revolve around me because I seem to get what I like, but I don't understand how I'm impacting my environment. And the curse of good karma lets you get away with things seemingly, but as we know, the laws of karma are so stringent, you can't get away with it. If you don't get the repercussion this lifetime, which is sad, you'll have to do it again next next round. Mm -hmm. And when we see people who are getting away with things or seemingly getting away with things, we should actually become a little sad for them because the repercussions aren't coming in a way that they can rectify the way that they're doing things, mm. which is sad mm -hmm. because you would want, if you make a selfish decision, you would want that karma to act so that you can see, oh, this, this I'm not meant to be selfish here. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the curse of good karma. Sometimes people have that and they seem to get away with things, but laws are too stringent. We're here for a short time. We have to own up to those decisions and we have to learn to live selflessly. And that's what, that's what this whole world is doing, teaching us. Hence the formula we're, we're throwing out. They're teachers, teachings, and friends. It's an ancient formula. So give an example, because we haven't given a, an example yet it, of the formula. An example, why don't we just go back to you and, and to me? Why don't we just go back to that? Let's do it. Sham <laughs> is pointing at me, everyone. I, I've been asking him to give an example since the beginning <laughs> of this podcast. An example of the time, a time that I used yeah, teachers, teachings, yeah. and friends. Yeah, so someone that's listening can take away the practical tools. And okay, so I'm I'm making a decision to uh, marry Shama. Mm -hmm. Is should I just marry Shama because she's somebody who's beautiful and bright and lovely? Of course. <laughs> or should I consult with others who know me, who know her, who understand our natures? Mm -hmm. that's friends right mm -hmm. i'm starting with friends it's Should always good to get to know someone's friends before marrying them there you go and then let me talk to my teachers those that that i really trust those that are in a position of authority do you think that we are have similar compatibilities is this possible will this make you happy okay and then from that point then consulting at, at the time that we got married what was i 30 you were 25 something or engaged something like that yeah okay yeah, it's time. I'm 30 years old. You're 25 years old. It's time. It's a good time to get into a relationship. It's, it's, I can tell this is the direction my life is taking me. It's pro it's proper actually. Let's get married. Let's not just be whimsical and go around and date and try to figure this thing out. Let's, let's move forward in a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's supported by the teachings. That's teachings. Yeah, that's supported by the teachers who've said, yeah, this is a good this is a good match. And that's supported by the friends who understand us both and and wish us well with that. So that's a good example of allowing those to, to, not just to make it off of my strong desire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to me, it seems almost easier to use teachers, teachings and friends with big decisions. It's the smaller decisions that I might forget to use the formula. It's a good point. That's the, and one of the reasons why we have to hear regularly, one of the reasons why we have to understand and refine our intelligence by hearing from the sacred teachings, because you're not always going to be able to consult your teachers. You're not always going to be able to consult your friends, mm. right? You're going to have to definitely move in, in this world in a way where you have to sometimes lean on your intelligence, which hopefully has been, as everybody's here is doing, listening to higher truth, listening to higher wisdom, and by doing that, then then we can make more intelligent and more refined choices. 
for even the small things. Mm-hmm. You know, even the small things in life. You know what I mean? Is there anything else you have to say? Any other comments or questions? Or, I mean, you always drop in that the wisdom. I don't know if I have any more wisdom to share. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our cup has runneth dry. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have a beautiful day. No matter what comes your way today. Namaste. Namaste.